All right, we're back. Hockey Dudes episode. Not gonna lie, not a great start to the day. Woke up and threw my contacts in, or so I thought. And then I got on the road and I did the thing where I realized, holy F, my vision is like the blurriest it could possibly be. I just see blobs. I, I can't see anything. What's going on? I, I feel like I could see, I could feel the contact in my eye. So I know at least one of them is in. And so I'm sitting there like, oh, I know the issue. I got the one in, but it's in my left eye. My dominant eye is my right eye and my right one is not in. Um, okay, this is fine. We've been through this before. It's just, uh, it's basically don't interact with anybody kind of day because I feel like if I can't see your face, if I'm just looking at a blurry face when I'm talking to you, I, I don't know what you're saying. You might as well be speaking Chinese because there's absolutely no way I'm picking any, anything up. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I can't see, like, I don't know. I'm just that kind of a person. I need to be looking at someone's face to understand what they're saying. So... I'm just huddled up here in the edit bay, which is fine. It is what it is. And so, yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So that's great. Bad games last night that I picked. Horrible. A day that I was so confident in. I was so ready to believe that it was my day and I was going to hit a three-team parlay. But, hey, I mean, listen, you guys didn't probably didn't come here to listen to all my bad beats last night but I'll just go over I'll just go over them first of all the Flyers didn't cover the puck line in my parlay and then the Kings and Sharks both went down Kings went down to the Avs and the Sharks went down to the Kraken I kind of deserved everything I got um I kind of I should have read a little closer into each game I should have realized that one, Buffalo's stolen a lot of coin from people all year. They've been little coin stealers. They they actually stole money from me when the sh- when they came back on the Sharks, when I had the Sharks minus a goal and a half uh, earlier in the season. And then, so I, I remembered that specifically, that Buffalo made this tremendous comeback. And I should have also paid closer attention to the fact that the Stars are, are playing Braden Holpe um, because they scored five goals. They won five to four. They won the game. Five goals should cover against the Buffalo Sabres. You should not allow the Buffalo Sabres to score more than three goals. They did, and uh, well, Braden Holpe did, and he's not that good, so that's tough to watch. But um, And then the second game, I just simply bet against the Avalanche. I will not be doing that anymore. That was dumb. Um, they didn't even have their their main guys pop off for him. I saw Kiefer Sherwood uh, got a goal. His, like, fourth NHL career goal or something like that. He's in single digits in his NHL career goal. So he just was given a pizza in front of the net um, and he smacked one. And it was, it was Sean McDonough and Ray Ferraro on the call last night for that game. And that, that was pretty good. I, I do. I did enjoy that game. Actually, that was the, that was the most enjoyable of all the L's that I took. I mean, the Kings were wearing their just beautiful, their throwback white jerseys, which I love the white jerseys at home. The Kings have kind of been doing that all year. They were wearing their white jerseys at home. They had their, their nice chrome helmets. It actually is a look that is starting to stick with me. Now they, they play awful in them. They can't do anything. They, 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 they don't know how to get pucks towards the net. And even when they're on the power play, the power play looks decent. They had a power play goal last night, but it, it is still just kind of, uh, Anza Kopitar out there just trying to do all the work. I mean, Dustin Brown, he can't catch a pass to save his life. So 
there's your report on the Kings. Avs get it done by way of uh, the that one dude that they picked up from the Flyers off waivers. He came out of the penalty box. So, like, they didn't even have their, their wagon scoring goals for them. They still were able to beat the LA Kings on a back-to-back night. So that was just awful of me. And then I talked really bad about the Kraken yesterday on the podcast. Really, 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 really bad. And I really, really talked up the Sharks way too highly. Um, And, and honestly, the Kraken just played a good game. I still I still believe in the Sharks. I still like what I see offensive upside. I mean, Timo Meyer, he's still got... Uh, he's still just electric when he's on the ice. He's definitely he's hunting for points, right? Like you can just tell he is he smells blood in the water if you will as a as a sharks reference there and um, But Brett Burns he's kind of I think Burns has maybe slowed down like a ton like the dude just was incapable of keeping a single puck in the zone and the Sharks had like six power plays four I think in the third period and they still couldn't win the game against the Kraken so that's just not a good look. And but but credit the Kraken, credit Philip Grubauer, great on you. And yeah, that's Kraken hockey, I guess. So I'll 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 just suck on that for a while. I don't know what the Herb Brooks equivalent of gambling is, where like I'll have to like do sprints back and forth um, all night until you know just again again. I don't know what that is. I don't know if I don't know if I have to punish myself. I need a gambling coach. I need somebody to be like, hey, watch this three-minute recap of the Sharks cracking game over and over and over and over and over and over again. Again, again, I like that, you know, the video ends again, hit the restart. Uh, Maybe that's what I have to do to get back on track gambling. I do have a ton of picks that I'll be giving out at the end of this. I will not give up. I will continue to... um, I will continue to fight. I will continue to scrap, and I have another three-team parlay tonight. This one I feel good about. I feel good about, and it involves the game that we'll talk about tonight, Blue Jackets and Penguins. Blue Jackets, they did make me. They made me very happy last night. I, I should have bet on them. I should have seen clearly that, you know, the Flyers coming into last night's game had lost five or six games in a row. Uh, the Jackets were ahead of the Flyers on points. Jakob Voracek was making a return to the lineup, and he was making a return to Philadelphia where he played his last 10 years. Elvis was going to be in net. Elvis has been fantastic for the Blue Jackets. And I just, I blew it. I didn't bet on the Blue Jackets. I still had tons of, tons of fun watching them. I still had tons of fun watching them, and I'm going to say this, just a couple notes. One, I'm, I was correct about Sean Crowley. Like, that guy needs to get more time. I don't know what it is about the way that he plays. He just plays with this, like, honey badger mentality where he's just going to try to be involved in every single puck battle. He's not going to let any single one of his players uh, hang out there to dry as a center. He's going to fly around. Now, I don't know if he was playing center last night. I know he, there was a couple. I know on the uh, Bjorkstrand goal, he was on the ice too with, uh, with Boone Jenner, but... Again, the two goals that the Jackets scored, uh, well, no, the one goal that, the, to the two goals that the Jackets scored, Boone Jenner was involved in. So, of course, he is he has proven to me that he can be a top two uh, centerman in this league, without a doubt. He has absolutely proven that. Uh, I have no worries about him. He, he's just involved in every play, and he, and he does have an offensive mind, as much as I hate to say it. Um, because he's just he doesn't come off as that kind of guy. It's not like he 
carries a lot of like puck handling skill with him. He just knows how to get in the dirty areas, Boone Jenner does, and to win pucks and and win them out to guys. And that's very valuable for the Jackets. They actually really, really need that. He's been that guy his whole career. And then he also, this year, now that he put the C on his chest, has been just getting down in the dirty areas and just slamming home tap-ins, which he loves to do. He didn't have any last night. It was uh, Bjorkstrand off the turnover and Line A with his nice little snipe that uh, Boone Jenner won the puck off the boards, got over to Line A, and he picked he picked a corner on Carter Hart, if you will. So, Carter um So, yeah, no, it was a great game. And, you know, like I said, Sean Corrales, He's been fantastic, right? Like he's just he he's strong on the penalty kill. He is disruptive in front of the net. Like he's able to to prevent guys from really secure like getting any tap and goals. There were multiple plays last night where him as a forward is coming down and just playing defense and picking up the slack on the defense for the defenseman. And I know there are some people out there that think like Zach Wierenski plays sloppy defense. Listen, Zach Renski, he doesn't play shut down defense like like Victor Hedman does or like Seth Jones did, but he he still plays some pretty damn good defense. Like, yes, there are times where Zach Renski is going to get beat. Like any good defensive back in the NFL, here's your football reference for you for the day. They are, they're going to get beat on plays, right? They're not going to be perfect, and you can't just pick those perfect those plays and just be like, oh, well, they suck. Well, no, Zach Renski does play good defense. But then Sean Corrales also, like, he's a, a, a forward who, yes, he doesn't give you much offensive upside, but he can come down, and he, he knows how to play the position. He knows how to play the position. He knows how to play hockey. He brings a, a certain side of grit to you that is very exciting to watch, and uh, he's kind of, like, towards this perfect player, right? Like, he's just always going to play defense no matter what. Like, really good effing defense that's what Sean Corelli does that's why he has a plus minus of I think nine now because he was involved in that first goal and he wasn't on the ice when the Flyers scored their one goal so yeah 2-1 victory last night um the other big thing that it was kind of a slow game to be honest I don't I mean I appreciated it as a Jackets fan just watching us not suck and to kind of suffocate the Flyers offense that was great to watch I understand why some people who aren't Jackets fans maybe who were betting on that game, like if you had the over in that game, I mean, that was the most dead over of all time. And so I understand why maybe some people weren't as heavily locked into that game. But I was locked in. Jackets looked fantastic. Uh, just anytime you get a W, I'm going to say that Jackets looked fantastic. And um, Oh, also, uh, Gavin Bayreuther. I'll say something nice here about Gavin Bayreuther. I noticed you. I noticed you. I... I definitely think your hit on uh, Lindholm should have been a penalty. I mean, it was not his initial hit. His initial hit was clean. I don't think that's what they called the penalty, but then he took a cross check in the back too. I don't remember who. And then he was kind of on his way from falling down. He cross checked uh, Oscar Lindholm in his face, in the back of his head. That's a no, no, that's a penalty like every time. So I had no problem with that there. And then he and then he faced the wrath for it. He fought uh, he fought Lofton and uh, Scott Lofton, um, and then and actually Bayreuther landed a nice hook on him. And then he just dipped. And then he just dipped. He landed he landed a nice little hook on uh, Oscar Lofton, and then he just uh, fell to the ground. Or Scott Lofton, and then he just fell to the ground. So, but I, I'll say this about Gavin Bayreuther. I noticed you. I noticed you. So that was a dub. That was a dub there for old uh, Gavi Bay. Blue Jackets. 
play the Penguins later tonight in the Schweid. And um, Penguins are coming off a 6-4 victory against Ottawa last night. Listen, I can't sit here and actually expect the Jackets to win this game. I've I've come on this podcast many a time and have predicted 3-2, 7-1 victories against uh, the teams, against the Penguins mostly. Pretty much every time that the Jackets play the Penguins, I take the Jackets to win. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pain you guys here. I'm not gonna pain you guys. I'm not gonna sit here and and try to convince you guys that this Blue Jackets team will beat this Penguins team at home, even though the Blue Jackets have had a good record at home. Eleven six and one is pretty solid for a 500 hockey team, and it's definitely like I said. I keep saying they've made this little like nest here at home, this little burrow in the Schweid where it's just nice and safe. It's this good. It's this good strong fortress, right? That they've been able to defend. Uh, but I think they're, I think, I think it's going to be tough against this Penguins team because this Penguins team is very dynamic, very very talented. Uh, they have a great road record, thirteen five and three. They've won three in a row. They got Malkin, Crosby, Latang. Their lineup is pretty much fully stacked again, and uh, they're scary. So, like they've always been though. They've always been that for the Jackets. Um, but I do think because this Jackets team is so fresh, so new so many new faces you maybe you maybe don't have I don't know I just I don't know it's Brad Larson's first time playing the Penguins right like this is this will be it how will he coach his team up this isn't a rivalry game anymore the rivalry games for Brad Larson are um are Ottawa for the Michael Bell's Ida Bowl who we haven't played yet the window rivalry which we we swept the Seattle Kraken and the Kraft Mac and Cheese Bowl, which you're up one game on. So that are the uh, Brad Larson's three and in rivalry games. I do not count this as a rivalry game. This is a uh this is a um I don't know, this is a David and Goliath matchup, to be completely frank. The Penguins are a very good hockey team, and you kinda you're kinda getting not good value on the Jackets if you bet them tonight. I think they're like plus like two twenty. On the money line, I'd I'd more want like plus like three something for the Jackets on the money line tonight. Um, so you are getting some decent value back betting the Penguins. I listen. I don't want to be that guy that likes to bet against my team, ever, ever like to be that guy that bets against bets against my team. But I know that I cannot get on this podcast and predict a seven two, or seven one or three two victory tonight. I'm just going to get on this podcast and predict that the Penguins win. So that if the Blue Jackets win, y'all can thank me and be like, Hayden, so massive of you to step away from the situation and to bet on the Penguins. I'm betting on the Penguins tonight. And it's just a game that I I don't plan on having my full-blown attention to. In fact, most of my attention tonight will be on Ohio State hockey. They play Michigan State. Uh, I have to work that game, so that my my full devotion will be to that. And then I've also got some other games floating around. I think my parlay tonight also involves this is a little three teamer, little three team parlay. Here I got the Penguins against the Jackets. I like the Lightning against the Ducks out in L.A., and I like the Blues against the Kraken coming off a. The Kraken are coming off. Uh, back-to-back nights, and they just kind of sold out for their win against the Sharks last night. Very emotional win. Again, I just talked a little bit about that. So that's what I like tonight. I'm going to I'm gonna stick with that parlay. I'm going to rock with that and see how that goes. 
And yeah, that'll pretty much that'll pretty much do it for me. But again, if somehow the Jackets can pull off a W, I will be ecstatic and I will be firing off tweets. I'll be loving it. Um, actually, I, I won't be loving it as much as if I would have bet on them. So I will say that. So that'll be a sacrifice that I'm making. Okay. Huge of me. Huge of me to make that sacrifice. I can't say that enough. But yeah, so it should be a good one. Jackets, pens tonight. I'll be back on later this weekend to talk more about that and uh, just kind of recap that game. But also, how about this from uh, Cam Atkinson? Cam Atkinson said that when he's done playing for the Flyers, he's going to move back to Columbus. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, right? Like he's, you know, he's not choosing one team over the other. He's just saying, well, he is choosing one team over the other. He's choosing the Blue Jackets. He's choosing Columbus. He's choosing this city. Uh, kind of, I guess, the, the slower but cleaner lifestyle that you can have out here, right, in Columbus and the more intimate hockey community. And, yeah, I mean, he's got his, he's got his freaking battery academy out in where 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 the crap is that? Pataskala? I have no idea. I've never been out to the battery academy. Um, haven't gotten the invite. I'm not elite enough for that yet. So, all right, everybody. Um, well, have a good rest of your Friday. Uh, drink plenty of liquids tonight, um, alcoholic liquids, if you would. I saw our friends, CBJ Artillery. They are uh, unveiling their new beer over at the Cricket Can. That would be something pretty cool to check out. I highly recommend you go party with those dudes. They are so much fun to watch a hockey game with. And, yeah, let me see if I can get more details on that. Yeah, that is tonight. Crooked Can, Beer Launch, and CBJ Watch Party. So if you don't feel like... Uh, getting crammed up at our bar with millions of Penguins fans. Let's just let's just let the Penguins infiltrate the Shawai tonight, okay? Let's just like if if the Blue Jackets are gonna lose this game, lose with five million Penguins fans in the building, just be like, okay, fine, you guys can win this one. Congratulations, we're rebuilding, idiots. It's not that cool to win against us right now. We 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 were launching our own beer over at the uh, CBJ watch party, getting sloshed, betting uh, on some props like Zach Rowenski over one and a half shots tonight. So suck it, losers. Um, yeah, go do that. That sounds pretty fun. I would be going if I could. I can't, um, but I love those dudes. Jordan, Kyle, and Warren, they're always solid. All right, that, uh, about, that about does it. So uh, tell your dog.